welcome to the Junto Podcast, guys. Uh, we're so excited, super excited for our very first live session uh, here at home with the Junto Podcast, and just excited that you guys have joined us tonight. Um, you know, God is good. These are trying times, lots of crazy stuff right, going on, right. and we just, we wanted to be an encouragement. I'm going to click this screen up, uh, and we hope that you guys are able to, to just tune in with us. How you doing, Heather? How I'm you doing, good. Bo? I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> Had a pretty good day, you know, busy as usual, but it was a good day. Good, good. Yep, been excited about tonight. So. Yeah, you know, uh, we thought that it would be an awesome opportunity for us just to talk about the church. You know, the things that uh, times are, are certainly changing and we see right. that uh, the opinion or, or the perspective from so many others about church. And we wanted to make a case. Right. We wanted to hop on and just encourage you because we believe in these times, like right now is an amazing time for the church to be the church and for us yeah. to really step up. So we thought we'd have a conversation about that. but. You Good ready? Conversation. I'm ready. I'm ready. We we've been planning for this and prepping and um, you know, it's just it's us, it's who we are, it's what we think and um, some of how we feel, but most of all we're, we just want to relate to everyone else and hoping that um, you know, we can we can spread some some news that we're, you know, we're like you, you're like <laughs> us. We're all having uh, we all have our own yeah, issues, that's so. right. And we're all in this thing together. That's right. that's the important part. So well, I'm going to say a prayer and then we're going to start off. Uh, if you have an opportunity later on, if you don't watch now or if you do me a favor, share this. Uh, we just want we want to be an encouragement to people. But I'm actually going to kick us off with a word of prayer. So if you would pray with me tonight. Father, we thank you so much just for the amazingness that it is to be called your sons and daughters. Uh, Lord, we thank you so much just for the opportunity, Heather and I, to, to be here with each other and to just talk about some things that you have put on our heart. Lord, for anyone who's watching, we ask that you bless them tonight, Lord, and we say this humbly in the name of Jesus Christ. And everybody said, Amen. Jesus and the church. Tonight we're going to make a case, not that a case needs to be made, but we're certainly going to talk about the idea of why church is important. Uh, you know, uh, we've seen through all this pandemic that we've noticed, and I think some people for the very first time have realized, you know what, it's not about the building. It's not about right. the facility. The that's right. It's the people yeah. that, that, that really makes the church, and that's what right. Christ says. You know, we're a new creation, the Bible tells us, and when we when we come into Christ, when, when Christ embodies us, uh, you know, that should be our driving force. And I think if yeah. we can, if we can answer the question tonight, if I have Jesus, why do I need the church? Right. Let me just ask you off the bat, what are some of your thoughts about that? I mean, you know, if we have Jesus, why is church important? You know, I get that. I do. And ultimately it's, you know, if, if it were you and Jesus, that, that should be the ultimate. That should be enough. Um, but the model that we've been given is that we are actually here on this earth with how many other people? <laughs> a lot. Um, so Sometimes I too many. <laughs> yeah. I know you've heard the saying, no man is an island. Um, so, you know, if we were, then why would we? Why weren't we born on an island all alone yeah. by ourselves? So what, what I'm saying is that people are here for people. There's a purpose. There's yeah. a plan. And it makes sense, and hopefully we can kind of shed some light on that. And you know, because there are a lot of people, they have a relationship with yeah. God, and they have church in their home. They do their own Bible study. 
Um, they have a real relationship with God. So there's no question about that. So I think the thing that we're trying to, um, to discuss and want to talk about tonight is the purpose of the church. Like, is it still, um, do we still need the church? That's, yeah. I think that's the question. Yeah, and, and not only that, we were actually in a meeting today, both Heather and I, and, uh, you know, someone posed the question, just something that was on their heart, uh, is Jesus enough? You know, uh, our church, I know every church is a little bit different, and, and you probably go to a church where you feel not only where you feel God led you, but you probably uh, feel comfortable attending there too. And right. right now we're back at church. Uh, most of you know that Heather and I uh, are on staff at Victory Church, which is our, our primary ministry. Uh, right. But the question uh, that was a great question, is Jesus enough? Is Jesus and enough? That's right. And I don't think that that means... Uh, that if you know that we shouldn't have church, I, th- I and I think tonight is what we're going to do is make a case for that. So right. I, I'm excited right. about that. Yep. So I want to I want to approach this thing, and we're only going to be brief tonight, fifteen or twenty minutes. But I want to approach this thing uh, from two sides. Okay, we're going to talk about some just practical advantages. Practical. M- maybe you're out there and you're not spiritual. Maybe maybe you like church. Uh, but you're just not that spiritual. Maybe you, you believe God or maybe you're just searching, but you have not yet had that revelation. I want to make a case for church if that's you tonight. I'm Without going uh, hyper-spiritual at right, first, we're going right. to talk about some practical things, uh, practical benefits, I guess you should say, yeah. uh, with being in the church. So I'm going to show you this slide if I can get this to pull up here, and hopefully we can talk about some of these things uh, tonight. Uh, so these are some practical benefits of attending church, okay? So the first thing I have down right here, we can expound on these yep. uh, a little bit, but the first practical benefit I have of attending church is building meaningful relationships. Right. Expound on that for us. Yeah, you know, um, kind of like what I said earlier, God uses people. He puts people in our lives for for a reason. Um, you know, I can be all up in my head space and feeling alone and isolated especially right now with the new norm everybody's at home it seems like and if i'm if i'm feeling you know lonely or like i'm disconnected and say i receive i have a i have a friend and we became friends because of church you know i have other friends outside of church of course but um this particularly this friend um she'll send me a text how's your day going and that immediately brightens my day and it's not a it's not an obligatory thing it's a we have a meaningful relationship we like to hear from one another um we have energy our energy our souls connect you know um but just knowing that there's someone other than you know a spouse or children uh that you might see all the time but someone else in the world someone someone that um you know I have a bond with and, yeah. and so uh, to me that's special and I think uh, a friendship like that one there you don't have to hang out every weekend you don't have yeah. to see them every day but you just there's something there and um and so that happened because of um the church that we go to yeah so yeah the other thing the the note the second point we had was inspiration yeah. so you know maybe uh and, and we're making a case for church uh because we feel like the church is so vital, especially right now, and we're not necessarily talking about the brick and mortar, although, you know, there is something completely special about it. But I think that the second thing we can gain, just a practical benefit 
of attending church, I think, is right. inspiration. Yeah. Um, you know, as I said a minute ago, soul to soul, just um, being able to come to a place where there's people that you, that, you know, familiar, some new as well, new friends. Yeah. Um, but I think um, the energy that we feed off of one another because of, you know, um, not necessarily because we're so alike. Yeah. But just the fact that we are children of God and, and there's a special something between us that, hey, yeah, you know, I know That's you, right. even though I don't know everything about you, I know you. Yeah. Um, if that makes sense. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if that makes any sense. And I think that there are people that um, in our lives that inspire us. That's right. Um, at leaders and even um, just friends, people that you go to church with and, and being in a place where you can hear a testimony or, you know, some, reach out to someone, hey, how are you doing? And they tell you about their day and what God has been doing in their life and their testimony and their message can be an inspiration to you um, with with the stuff that you're facing. That's exactly right. I mean, uh, there, Jesus ultimately is... is the best benefit we get from church, right. but all of these other things that come alongside of, of walking, uh, walking with our brothers and sisters in yeah. Christ. So very good input. So yeah. accountability, accountability yes. is a big one. Yeah. You know, yeah. uh, I, I think about people who are in the process of recovering, you know, they've been in the streets, you know, we were in the streets, yes. uh, they were doing their thing, uh, but thinking about somebody who is, uh, in, in a recovery stage in their life. And I know there are some amazing, amazing, amazing places that specialize in their Christian base, that specialize in working with people who are in recovery. But yeah. man, the church is so crucial too, yeah. to building relationships and establishing some accountability, uh, you know, there. Yeah, definitely. And I think um, not being choosy, but um, using discernment and wisdom, and um, having someone who can hold you accountable is someone that you, you need to trust. Yeah. Someone that has your best interest, um, that will tell you the truth in love. That's right. Um, and hard truth sometimes. You know, we all, ha- we all have friends or maybe we are that type of friend to some people that tell them, oh, you're fine. Everything's <laughs> going to work out. You know, you're doing the right thing. But sometimes we need to hear truth in love and we need to hear, hey... You know, um, you need to be aware. Yeah, that's right. That's you know? right. And, you know, you build those relationships. Right. And, you know, you, you find somebody because in Christ, you, you immediately have, there's a common denominator. There's, there's right. something that unites you automatically. And so it, it's, a special, it's a special bond right off the bat. So I thought yeah. it was really good. Definitely. Another practical benefit you get from attending church. And remember, we're going to talk about the spiritual things in about three minutes. Uh, we're going to go spiritual because I believe uh, in addition to the spiritual, you know, there are some practical things and we, we're looking at them right now that we get from attending church. But the fourth thing I had is structure. Man, yes. who needs some structure in their life? Well, you know? first of all, adults, we're big kids ourselves. True that. And kids don't want to accept the fact that they like structure because I feel like it's discipline or they're getting mm-hmm. in trouble or Ugh, why do I have to do that? because an adult is telling them to. I mean, we're just, we're the same yeah. way. Um, but especially for kids, um, but us also, it kind of gives us a safe place. Yeah. A structure, and it's different for everybody. I think I've said that in one of our other po- 
podcast. Yeah. It's, you know, everybody's structure is different. But church does offer, a, hey, okay, I know what I'm going to do this day at this time. I kind of know what's going to be happening, even though life throws curveballs, yeah, of course. For sure. But at least having a template. I see it. Something. Instead, sometimes if I have a day where there's not much going on and I don't have a whole lot of organization, I kind of feel like, stuck yeah that's like, it it's oh, harder to get gosh. motivated when when you don't know what yeah. you're doing so church right. uh, practical benefit of, of attending church is just adding some structure to your life now why are we talking about all this why are we trying to make a case uh, for the church well you know I believe the church is an institution uh, right now uh, that that God is not only always used uh, but man how important is it going to be for us uh, to rise up as, as the church in the future. Uh, and I believe that God is calling us to, to a new level. Uh, and hopefully this is some encouragement to you. So another thing, uh, and I'm going to run through these last, uh, I'm going to run through these last ones really quick. Cause I know it'll be, I want to really take Am time on the spiritual stuff, but, uh, the, the fifth thing I have here you can read is provide sh- purpose. Yes. Come on. gives you opportunities yes. to serve others. Gives yep. you, yep. That's yeah, it's a good one, say. right? The church is a house of service. That's it. You yeah. know, yeah. so you can serve a support system. Uh, you know, it provides a support system for those who are, well, gosh, we all need a support system. I we can't do. think of how many friends, uh, and, and acquaintances and brothers and yeah. people I, I've, there's the relationships you've made just by being in church. So right. awesome yeah. support yeah, system. Yeah, definitely. You know, we all have hard seasons in our life. I remember one particularly a season in my life and um god sent me a friend just you know asked the right questions of how my day was going and i yeah opened up the holy spirit led the way and there was healing and she helped me just listening ear and that's what i needed at the time and god sent it and um that's right i knew her because of our bond you know going to church together um but also i know you know i have at least a handful probably more people that we go to church with because we know, you know, mm-hmm. have bonds and, and relationships with them. If we needed something, they, oh, would, man. they would be there in an instant. We're, we're so know? blessed by the relationships that, that we must so blessed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I just think about when we were having kids, just the amount of people that, that have blessed right. us and spoken well, into our lives. So if, yeah. if you just tuned in or if you're just looking at this, that we're, we're talking about practical benefits of attending church. We're not even looking at the spiritual right now. You know, a lot of people attend church and they haven't really had that conversion story yet. Yeah. And I'm trying to make a case. Listen, the church uh, is the place where you're going to hear and hopefully have an encounter with Jesus. It doesn't right. have to happen in the church. But listen, if you're thinking church isn't for me uh, because I'm broken, you don't know what I've done. Listen, I, man, I, I fail each and every day, each and every day. I have to ask God for a fresh dose of mercy. And that's just uh, in grace. And that's just the honest truth. Um, but I know that the strength I have by doing that as opposed to running away from God instead of you saying, God, hey, change me, please. I want to be more like you. So practical benefits of attending church. We talked about the first six, credibility and peace of mind, body, and spirit. Big yeah. ones. Yeah. Credibility, you know, that's very practical. This is very practical as we talked about here. But basically, you know, your reputation, you know, there's some employers like that. You know, they don't know someone personally, but hey, yeah. I see that he attends church regularly or, you know. You know and, but, but there's tons of people who attend church and ain't no good. We all know true. that. We, we're it's not true. saying that. But right. listen, if you right. if you do right. have a basis, if you are legitimately trying to establish your life, yeah. 
on the principles of God, then you know it does speak about your character, uh, and a little bit it uh, reveals your heart to some degree too. So. Very important thing. So we've already probably been going, uh, I can't really tell, but we're going to flip the script because we want to talk about some spiritual things. And before we do that, I want to give you an opportunity. Did you have a parting thought just about the practical benefits? Because I know you got some stuff written down, girl. (laughs) I did. I did want to say that this is actually um, information. It was a study um, from in 2017, not too long ago. Uh, Marino Bruce is his name, and he's a professor at Vanderbilt, or at the time he was, and he was associate director for the School Center for Research for Men's Health. Um, anyway, he conducted a study yeah. on over 5,000 people. Ooh, okay, a this, people. Is, this is a big study, so it's, it's not a big like one. he took 20 people and was like, okay, no, this he is said a representative five grand, five of the whole thousand. world. Okay? Yep. Um, so 5,000 people. So he tracked their church attendance along with other variables like social economic status and health insurance coverage. Anyway, they found that people who attend worship services may reduce their mortality rate by 55%, especially those between the ages of 40 and 65. You want to live longer? Get in church. If you can't get more practical than that, I don't, I mean. That's true. That's true. Practical (laughs) benefits of attending church. Now, we're going to flip the script because we want to talk about some spiritual things. Now, for me, I I don't go to church. I mean, praise God. I get all those other practical benefits. Amen. Like icing on the yeah. Those are just like bonuses. Those are extras. Praise God. We get all of this, or have the capacity to get all of these things by being involved in church. But really, the 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 main thing that we get is what we get when we really seek a relationship with Christ, and that's what we're going to do. We want to flip the script, and we want to look at the spiritual mandate for believers in the church. Now, I want to say this right now. If you're watching this and you have not uh, accepted Jesus Christ as your Savior, then honestly, you know what? Until you have uh, a revelation of who Christ is, this is all going to sound just like uh, gibberish pretty much. you know. But if you're a believer and you're walking in Christ, uh, then then there are some pretty significant things that we find in the Word of God. And this is what I want to spend the next five minutes on or so, and then we're going to let you go for the night. We hope you've gotten something out of this. Uh, We believe that absolutely you can have Jesus and never step foot in the church. As a matter of fact, I'm a pastor now, but I spent many, many years uh, forming my life around that same theology is that, you know what, I don't need church because I have Jesus. It didn't really affect my salvation You know, it didn't affect my salvation because I was saved, but what it did affect was my growth. Right. It affected my growth. And this is why that we want to really, really pursue the church and and by doing that, most importantly, pursuing Jesus. So before we get in, uh, what are your thoughts on that? The spiritual mandate. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, The Great Commission, the Great Commandment. I mean, there's so many, um, you know, we could talk about. Rick Warren's um, five purposes. He had five purposes. You want me to? Can I read those? Can sure, those? read them. Okay, this is uh, Rick Warren, founder, pastor of Saddleback Church in California. Um, he he's listed five purposes of the church: the spiritual, spiritual, not practical, worship, fellowship, discipleship, ministry, and mission. Of course, these are derived from in Matthew, the Great Commandment, and the Great Commission. Great commandment. So, um, yeah, I, that's that's it. Well, yeah, right there. It's summed that, up right that encompasses there. all of it. You know? Yeah, it does. So, 
So let's start. We're going to, number one, uh, in Christ, we are no longer residents of this world. Now we're looking at the spiritual mandate. So Heather, if you would read John 17, verse 16 for us. Yes. uh, They are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. So in Christ, you know, we are no longer residents of this world. Yeah, and what does that really mean? I mean, that sounds so crazy. Uh, and I, I think this is very important for us to have a good understanding of our identity, especially in these times right now. Uh, you know, everything around us right now, uh, when, you're, when you're not in Christ, all you can see is, is your flesh. Yeah. All you want to do is gratify the flesh because if there's no God, why the need for morality? Uh, and it's just all about living for self. Uh, but the Bible tells us that in Christ, all of that changes. We become a new creation. In other words, my residence, my identity, who I am, how yeah. I think, what I want, the desires of my heart, the the fact that when I do mess up, I actually want to repent, uh, then that all changes. That's who we are now. And that's what the Bible tells us, uh, that in Christ, you know what, we're not of this world. Uh, and again, I said, if you're not in Christ, that's going to sound crazy. How can I be in this world and not be of this world? But that is the, that's just the, the fact of the matter. So uh, that's important because when you begin to renew your mind in the Word of God, you begin to understand yourself. Does that make sense? Like you, you begin to understand and say, you know what, I know, man, all of this is temporary. Right, right. You, you find purpose. You yeah. have purpose, and you realize that purpose. You're aware of it because the world is going to throw 10 million different purposes on you that are completely, you know, yeah. far-fetched and out of this world. Um, but having that that That's realization it. that, hey, I'm an alien on this planet. You Basically, know, I'm not uh, from here, but I was sitting here. But yeah, um, and I know that I know that's crazy. I know it's crazy, but guys, it's time for us. Uh, and we're not talking about when I say this. It's time for us to to get in the Word, man. Yeah. You know, it, you can get in the Word, and you still got things in your life you have to work through. That's, that's, that's we're, we're just human, Always. but don't let those things stop you from seeking God. Don't wait and say, "Well, you know, I can't really seek God right now because I'm I, I don't really got it all together." Let me tell you, none of us do. We ain't got it all together, no, and no. We, when you know, we still when we. Meet the the Lord. It, that's when we're perfected, Amen. Right. So, let's go to Amen. point number two. Remember, we're making uh, the case yes. for the spiritual mandate for believers in the church. So, number two is the church is our hub. Yes. Uh, yes. Hebrews ten twenty five. Okay. Actually, I was going to read twenty four through twenty five. Do okay? it, please. Yes. Uh, and let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works. Stir it up. Not neglecting to meet together as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day drawing near. That's it? Encouraging one another. Church is the hub. It's it's our it's our go-to. That's exactly it's right. It's a place. Spiritual, you know, we all have to study on our own and, and uh, read the scriptures and put our own armor of God on. But the church is where we go to. All right, let's mount up. Here we go. Come on, come on. Y'all know y'all <laughs> like going this. to church. I do. Yeah. Yeah. So awesome. The church is our hub. It's where we meet. It's where we gather. Get stirred up. Uh, we get stirred get up. Stirred and you up. know you need it. Come on. By Wednesday, you know, oh, even if you're yeah. reading on your own, let's be honest. I'm a pastor. Yeah. And 
even if you're reading through the week, yeah, you're getting filled up. But man, when you when you're meeting together and you're worshiping together with right. your church family, right. dude, yes. you know it feels good. You know it feels good. So the it church does. is our hub. The third thing, yep. the spiritual mandate for believers and the church is that we are called to receive nourishment from the word. First Peter two two. What does it tell us? Two two. Like newborn infants, long for the pure spiritual milk that by it you may grow up into salvation grow up into salvation instead of glow up you grow up and when you grow up you do glow up so that's good that's right yeah receiving (laughs) nourishment uh you know there comes a time in our spiritual walk where uh you know we just have to get off the milk and start digesting the meat of the word you know i was thinking about something something that i i really didn't talk about a minute ago but you know what? When we become old men, and I'm well on my way, my He's gosh. Close. He's real close. I, I am. I'm, cl- I'm close. That's why I'm still trying to work out, trying to fight <laughs> Father Time, but it ain't working. Uh, as we age, man, yeah. ha- have you ever run into people that uh, you think, man, they're just too old to still be doing that, right? And I was thinking to myself, man, you know, as men, and women too, but right. as men, we want to be able to gain wisdom yeah. to pour into the next generation. I think a lot of what yeah. we're seeing, a lot of what we're seeing uh, in terms of fatherlessness and mm-hmm. the way people are now, it's because the dads, man, they just weren't around. And my hope, man, is that I can be somebody who digests the meat of the word because, listen, it is not meant to keep to ourselves. Right. Uh, and we have to receive the nourishment so that we can nourish other people. You know what? I, I really right. didn't want to do the podcast, but I felt God, or at least uh, this live setting, but I felt God calling us to do this. You know, right now it's hard to meet in your homes and to have people right. over, but if if we can do this and at least encourage somebody and talk about how good God is, and if I can encourage you to get, go, get in the Word yourself, yeah. man, come on, that's God working and that's God moving. Amen. That's so, it. Amen. What else we got? Yeah. Uh, number four. Um, gaining wisdom for the next And I just said that, but let's read Titus uh, 2, 6 through 8. Likewise, urge the younger men to be self-controlled. Are you still a younger? Uh, Still in that category? I feel like... So you're still learning self-control. I am. Lord, help me. Praise God. Show yourself in all respects to be a model of good works, and in your teachings show integrity, dignity, and sound speech that cannot be condemned, so that an opponent may be put to shame. Mm. Nothing evil to say about us. Ooh, Lord, I know I need help with that. That's heavy. heavy. Man, gaining wisdom for the next generation. Yeah, Yeah. so uh, there's a mandate for us, and this is another reason. See, all of these things uh, illustrate why the church is so important. There's a spiritual mandate for us as believers to to have the next generation in mind. Guys, I'm going to be honest with you. They they say, and I, I forgot the statistic, but they say we're always only like a small percentage away from Christianity just... And, and not, we're not existing. We're not talking about people who call themselves Christian, but man, born-again believers uh, who trust Jesus with everything that they have. So this is important for us, guys. This is important for us. And the last thing we had... Point number five, the spiritual mandate for believers and the church is making Making disciples. disciples. The Great Commission, Matthew 28, 
18 through 20. What does that say? And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of of the the age. age. That's right. So, again, this is an opportunity. Uh, We want to encourage you guys, if you're not plugged in church, and I know amazing men uh, of God who are the church. I'm not saying that you have to be in church to make disciples, but let's be honest. You know, it's kind of like the Mr. Miyagi thing uh, with Karate Kid. It's such a great illustration because, you know, Daniel Russo, is he's sanding the floor and he's, yeah, he's waxing on, wax off, all that stuff. And he doesn't realize what he's learning. And I know we're thinking, well, the church really doesn't do a good job of making disciples. But I would ask you, if you have come to God, come to the Lord in the last five years and you have been plugged in church, look back at what God has done in your life. Church plays a crucial role in the making of disciples. So uh, we we have uh, a lot of work to do, but I'm encouraged, man. I'm encouraged uh, by the church. And we want to encourage you guys, if you're not plugged into a church get to get there get that's exactly right yeah and there's so many options right now you know online of course which is you know we have our online campus victory but we also that's have right. we're back meeting um slowly getting back in there so i know times are so different right now times um, are a change normally you know when we're in there we are our all of our serve teams are up and going so many relationships so many uh uh, you know, uh, examples of discipleship making through these serve teams, serving and um, yep. just just being the church. That's and right. That's basically that's the gist of what we're trying to. That's right. Here and say. So. That's it. Hey, we want to encourage you guys. Pray for your pastors. Uh, you yes. know, I know it's tough leading, uh, especially right now with what's going on. No decision is going to be a hundred percent popular that the pastor will make. Yep. Yeah, opening the church back up. Some people are going to say you waited too long. Yeah. Other people are going to say, "Man, you're dumb for opening the church back up." It's it's, it's almost a lose lose. But if you hard. pray for your pastor and you trust that he is praying and seeking God about the right. best way to lead you guys, man, what a, what a blessing it is just to come alongside your pastor and and right. the staff and the leadership. And just to lift them up. But man, I'm hopeful. I hope that you guys have gotten something out of this. I'm going to put the graphics up on the page. Just five practical ways or five practical benefits. Or maybe it was eight of them. Uh, Practical benefits you can get by attending church. And then the spiritual mandate for believers and the church. So the question was, the question was that we were trying to answer. Can you... Or okay, what was the question? I think it was... I'm gonna, if I'm Jesus go is back. enough, why do we need the church? Yeah, like, uh, do I need the church? Yeah, something like that. Right, right, right. If I have Jesus, why do I have right. to go to church uh, right, right, if right. I have Jesus? Yes. So we, <laughs> we, hope, we hope that there we are. Hey, uh, we hope that you guys were encouraged by that. We were, we had it uh, the small the whole time, but that's okay. Yeah, we don't, y'all don't want to see our moms. We hope you are encouraged by that. Next Tuesday, we're going to be talking about depression and the church. Uh, a lot of people think because you're a Christian, you shouldn't be experiencing depression. Uh, and we're going to talk about all that because the reality of it is is that we're human. So tune in right. next Tuesday. Heather, she's already researching. She's got a lot for you. <laughs> next Tuesday at 7 p.m.
Hope you were blessed by that. Take care.